common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. In studio again, we have Tony Carbonetti, Congresswoman Nicole Meliotakis, Judge Weinberg, and of course, John Katsimatidis and myself. And now we have on the line for us Ari Fleischer. He is the president of Ari Fleischer Communications. He has a great new book out. It's called Suppression, Deception, Snobbery, and Bias, Why the Press Gets So Much Wrong and Just Doesn't Care. Welcome to Cats at Night, Ari Fleischer. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. So we well, were just okay. Sorry, sorry. Does the press ever tell the truth? Uh, tell us about. Give us the scoreboard. Which press uh, tells the truth? What percentage of the press doesn't? Ah, well, on, on political stories, it's very hard to know that the liberal mainstream media tells you the truth because they don't too often. So many of their stories are deceptions, and especially when it came to President Trump. You know, they, they just decided that the American people made a mistake by electing Trump in 2016, and they took it upon themselves to fix it. And so that's why the Steele dossier was given credibility. That's why collusion was given three years of credibility when it never should have been given any credibility. They're activists, and that's what I lament in the book. They've turned themselves into activists for a cause, and that cause is almost always a liberal democratic cause. If they're they're not getting the story right, I I always hate to talk about liberal, conservative, because half the people don't understand what what you're saying. I mean, if the news is wrong, the news is wrong. Uh, What what say you, uh, Tony Carbonetti? No, uh, Ari, when we were kids, the only guy that could go on TV and and get everything wrong was the weatherman. And they'd go go into work the next day and still have their job. These political reporters don't apologize for anything. There's no... Oops, I made a mistake. I was given wrong information. Nothing. It all has to fit their narrative every time, or they don't even talk about it. Here's my favorite example in the book, and you talk about narrative. The Saturday after the election of 2020, the networks, Fox, everybody proclaims that Biden is the victor. That night, church bells went off in Paris. Fireworks went off in London. ABC, CNN, and NBC all report to the American people that it's in celebration of Donald Trump's defeat. You know what? The church bells go off every single Saturday night in Paris. It's a call to mass. Fireworks <laughs> that one night. Fireworks went off because it was a celebration of a 500-year-old holiday called Guy Fawkes Day, Bonfire Night, the commemoration of the failed attack on King James I in 1605. It had nothing to do with America's election. Nothing. But at ABC, it did. At CNN, it did. At NBC, it did. Because when you are a reporter and you can't stand Trump and you think everybody you know can't stand Trump and everybody in your newsrooms can't stand Trump, you think the church bells and the fireworks about the same thing that you think. It's a narrative. And once they found out how embarrassingly wrong they were, they didn't correct it. They didn't apologize. They just, as Tony said, they just let it slide. And went on to the next story. Ari Fleischer, I was a reporter. I've been a reporter for 20 years. And I was a reporter in 2016 when Trump won. And I remember everybody saying there's just no way Hillary's got this in the bag because a lot of reporters are in this liberal bubble world, this elitist bubble world. I joke around with John Katzmatidis before and I said to him, I'm a girl from the Bronx. I'm kind of one of those gumshoe, work your way up type of reporters. But most of the kids that are in the newsroom, the dad is a CEO, the mom is this, that, you know, they're legacy kids. 
And so they live in this world that just doesn't exist. So I literally saw reporters crying. I'm not joking. Oh, when yeah, Trump yeah. won, he, they were crying and they couldn't accept it. And they became um, almost fanatical. And they were on this sort of crusade to right the wrong that America made. And it's so bad for our democracy because we need to have a press that we can pick up and say, oh, I believe it. Now, I'm going to tell you what I think about it. That's up to me, the people. But I accept that as a fact. I accept it as truth. And we don't have that anymore. So so twice now I've gone to Columbia Journalism School and addressed the students there. They invited they me allow to, you? to their classes. Yeah. Well, they, they probably won't after my book. Uh, so twice I've addressed their classes. And after my little remarks, I said to them, just out of curiosity, in the previous presidential race, how many of you voted Republican? How many Democrat? 24 to nothing for the Democrat. And both times I did it. You know, this is who's becoming a journalist. And they say that they're neutral. They say they're objective. They say it doesn't matter what my party is or how I vote. Well, of course it matters. It matters. Here's another thing I did in my book. I hired an opposition research firm to look at the party registrations of the White House press corps. It's public information. I had these guys pull it. 12 to 1, Democrat to Republican at the White House. 12 to 1. Ari, I'm reading your book this weekend. Tell, tell us about I, I, actually, I'm lying. I'm going to download it on Audible. Did you do the uh, read it? Did, did you read it for no, Audible? I, I did not. I did not. I, I, I hired somebody to do the read. How lazy are you, Ari? Come on. <laughs> I mean, Ari. Tell, tell us the name of the book again because we're going to have to go to that break. Oh. It is called Suppression, Deception, Snobbery, and Bias, Why the Press Gets So Much Wrong and Doesn't Care. But, I will listen to it this weekend. But a big began at the very beginning when they kept Biden in the basement, Ari, and they didn't let him out. And now they won't let him uh, speak except off the teleprompter. What do you say about that? Because when he does speak, he says he has cancer and asthma and all these wrong things. There's clearly no transparency in the Biden administration. What do you think, Ari Fleischer? Well, I think the American people are about to start fixing this wrong. You know, Republicans are likely on their way to a massive blowout election in just three months, just over three months. And then I predict to you, Joe Biden will, will announce in early 2023 he is not running for re-election. The Democrats don't want an unpopular 80-year-old leading them into the future. Okay. Ari, we got to go. But more importantly, I know, you're like me, you're a Yankee fan. Are we getting Juan Soto? <laughs> Do we have to call Randy Levine up and start working on him? We don't need Soto. We're good enough without him and beat the Mets. Tomorrow night we're beating the Mets. I'm with you. Well, thank All you right. so much, Ari you Fleischer. Come it. back to Cats at Night anytime, John. Thank you Thank so you much. Guys. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. And uh, we're going to be having Lou Dobbs coming up in about 30 seconds. Uh, I think he's And then also in. Amir Karanji. He's the founder and publisher of The Real Deal. And then, John, are you going to give us some good news possibly about the economy or what? Or is it all bad? Because Janet Yellen says we're not going into a recession. Well, you know, the government so. is going <laughs> to force us into recession. I'll be talking about that with, Ari, uh, with uh, Amir. And then Dr. Uh, Mikolos, keep it here. Yes. Uh, Let's go to Lou Dobbs and find out what's going on in the markets.